podcast about people making the world a better place. so much for being here again with me on this beautiful Thursday afternoon, this evening, I mean, every second with Corinne Williams, every moment with me, we gonna have something for you that you can chew on, for the babies, the old schools, all of them, you know what I'm saying, we gonna have something for all y'all, man, so, shout out to my production team. Ted, if you turn the music down, you can hear me showing you some love. Uh, uh, shout out Mojo Rising and the whole production team. Hello, Hooray, we here to stay. You do a fantastic job. Now, you know what time it is. We like to get this thing rolling and roll right on through. I had an amazing weekend this weekend, and I just want to make sure that you guys are, 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 are open-minded. You ready? I have some amazing people here with me today on the show, showing off black excellence, their talent, filmmaking, and a few more other things. So before I even just roll right into my guests, I'd like you to bring on my guests, please, Mr. Ted, and uh, let's get them introduced. All right, there we go, there we go. How y'all doing so much? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, before I even address my male guests, I love the support, the feminine energy. You guys carry the most strongest energy in the world. Uh, because of you, a lot of us are here. All of us are here. I don't know nobody else that didn't come through the womb. Now, if you find somebody that didn't come through the womb, please direct me to him so he can touch on my garments and heal me for all the fucked up things that scratched up on my back. Now, but nonetheless, Mr. Webb, please, I don't want to take up much of your time. Please introduce yourself and let the world know why I got your amazing smile on this camera. <laughs> well, thank you. Of course, um, I'm aware of the designer, so the name kind of speaks for itself. Um, I specialize in special occasion clothing and wedding occasions and things like that. And what I like to tell people is what I do is continue the custom experience. Um, I feel like a lot of the time we... You know, we, we when we go to events or do events, we have the perfect, you know, shoes. We pick our hairstyle to the T. We want to make sure that we, you know, get our car washed and we have all these specifics that we cater to. Um, but when we go and we, we put clothes on for that event, we go and we shop 
where somebody has already shopped or put on something that somebody has already put on. And what I do is I cater to that feeling of still continuing that 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 all that the effort that you put in. And you know, when you go to these events or you have these events, I want time to literally stop. I want people to to look at you and be like, well, dang, you know, they see all these amazing, all amazing things around them. But when they see you, the host, or, you know, they, they come to these things, they see you and they, they're like, wow, they, they even went the extra mile to do, you know, to put that extra effort in. So that's what I do. Wow. Now that's what I'm talking about. I used to go out uh, when I did go out and I make sure I'm, I'm kind of looking out for the same thing. Like, man, I hope don't nobody got on the same outfit I got on because then that's going to throw away, you know, the attention I'm trying to get with my design and my exactly. drip. And so uh, the funny thing is that you said that, and I started at a, a young age as a teenager, not trying to keep up with the Joneses. I figured if I didn't go to the stores where most of the guys were willing to spend the quote unquote more money just to look good for one night, um, then I can actually find some stuff that I can wear that other people wouldn't wear. And then another thing is I wasn't never, um, you know, afraid to be different. I already knew I was different. So I wasn't afraid to be different because hell, long as you could fight when I was growing up, everybody <laughs> liked you anyway. So she, I was short, you know, whatever. I'm still short. I guess I didn't grow that much. But the point is because I could fight, I didn't have to worry about bullies and people picking on me too much because I whoop your ass. But the good thing is I also learned that I didn't have to be like other people and it was okay to be different. Now, you are a designer. You create the splash. You create the drip. Fuck the words. You create what it looks like. You create the right. look. Now, uh, we're looking at some of the things that you created. What got you into this? What got you started? You are the resemblance of Black excellence today on my show. And so I just want to get right into some of these questions and some of the things I got for you so we can learn more about you. I would love to learn more about you. And I'll try to spend as much time off camera as I can bugging you so I can do that. <laughs> but right now, I got you on camera so i want to know what got you started what got you interested in being a designer what i will say um i started out very spoiled um i had a very good life i you know didn't have to ask for anything and you know life kind of 360 for me to where it kind of I, I wasn't getting with the things that I wanted anymore. And I, I was, you know, seeing people get new things and I was seeing the things on TV. Um, and so I, I really wanted that feeling again. And so I ended up moving with my grandparents and would just kind of start to make my own clothes and make things, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just kind of redo things that I already had and stuff like that. And I remember this one, you know, instance where me and my grandmother still kind of uh, laugh about it, where I spent all day at the, at the time I, w I wasn't really, uh, I didn't have a sewing machine. So I was doing a lot of hand sewing and, you know, I spent all day just stitching a pair of shorts up, you know, cause the fashion that, that at that time was like uh, the bleached shorts with the rips and stuff like that. So I spent all day kind of sewing that up and, and bleaching it and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wash it cause it smells like bleach or whatever and ended up washing it and was like, granny, I, I made these shorts. They're so awesome. Took them out of the washer and they were destroyed. They were like literally so shriveled up. I was so defeated. And me and my granny laugh at it to this day, just about, you know, how hard I worked on it. And I think just wanting and seeing, you know, how fabulous people were in clothing and how they felt and how I felt, you know, creating that, 
creating those pair of shorts and yeah. um, you know, moving further down the line, having my own very own custom thing. Uh, my my son's mother, my son's grandmother, uh, she was doing clothes for a while, sewing clothes and stuff like that. So she made my maternity dress for pictures um, and just having something specially made for me. And just I knew that, you know, nobody else, nobody else had this. And this was something special to me and special to our pictures and just the way I felt. And I, I always wanted to create that feeling for people because when people tell you their ideas, they're they're being vulnerable and they're being vulnerable, they're being vulnerable on how they feel about themselves, how they put, mm -hmm. how they are portraying themselves to other people and the things that they want to accentuate, the things that they want to hide. And it's my job to put all those ideas together and really make that come to life for them. And Man. so I'm creating a feeling and it's it's more it's it's better than just like drugs almost just when it's the end result and just seeing how happy they are and just seeing how beautiful other people see them um uh, so yeah yeah that's really really truly dope i know that getting a haircut brings you a lot of confidence so i could i, I you just throw in some new kicks and, and new yeah. clothes <laughs> and, or, and and then to to even push it even further we talking about the uh the most special day of our lives right now you got something unique for you uh uh even if it was a quilt made for you um there is so much love in these things it's kind of like reminds me of, of of cooking too um you, you can put love into things and i think cooking and 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 and, and what you're doing are not of course not the same but the, but i can what i'm saying is you can put love into it and where where it can carries on for decades okay and so like you can teach a certain way to cook something and that will carry on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years um and so uh your patterns you create the way that you create things will carry on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years what you're doing you can pass down for generations i wish that there were more ki uh, kids learning how to get in homemade cooking sewing yeah, yeah. all these things i hate they took it out of school i wish they would bring it back it's so fun it's so important because a lot of the youth now don't have skills they have talent but they don't have skills when i was growing up skills paid the bills talent <laughs> didn't get you really far because hey you can blow your knee out you can lose your eye oh you're beautiful yeah, yeah. what if you get in the car wreck and cut off half your nose well see these things you know you got to be able to back up with the skill if you got a skill right now in 2022 i don't give a fuck what disease hit the corner i don't care what boat stopped working what they stopped shipping guess what you're gonna be in high demand somebody gonna need you to fix their damn electricity fix their carpet do something because these are skills you see what i'm saying and and and, and, I'm, and i'm pushing this narrative very hard because content creators will be very important to politics in the next 10 years. I think that. Now, I'm in politics, so y'all don't look at me like I'm tripping. But content creators are going to be very important to us as we move forward. Now, uh, 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 as I get the role in every second with Corinne Williams again, Wade, you are also Black excellence. I thank you for coming with us. We want to get right into what you're doing. I don't know where Mr. Well went, but I'm pretty sure Ted will bring her back on. Uh, 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 Mr. Simmons, could you please introduce yourself and let the world know why I got you on here and I'm supporting you and your brand. 
So I am a filmmaker that works in funeral service, and I'm also training for pro wrestling. And I'm also an activist for adults with uh, learning disabilities. Now, did y'all hear that? He's already in pro wrestling. So you know once he go pro, right, we're going to be right there on the front stage, and I hope Joe Stone Cold Steve Austin is running wrestling at this time <laughs> because I know Stone Cold Steve Austin, he know what he's doing. Shout out to Stone Cold, goddamn it. That's my dog, man. I ain't lying. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. But now, again, you represent Frankie Excellence. You got the things that you do right now. Uh, uh, okay, sound like we got a little bit of sound. Mr. Ware, can you mute it for me, Ted? Thank you. Now, uh, as we move forward and we get to get the rolling into this, uh, what is a positive word? Maybe a philosophy, something that you use, maybe something you now you already telling me that you're an activist. Now, I got you know, this is what this is my field, so you know, I'm gonna get real with you, and I'm going straight to the to the juggler with this. Now, you, you, you're activist. What is your reason for being active in this portion of your life? Well, because I am an individual, an adult that had that problem in school. And I noticed that, you know, um, a lot of people were having challenges, but, um, you know, they don't cater to adults with it like they do kids, you know. And so I wrote government um, in Illinois letters. I wrote, um, I wrote everybody. I, I even wrote like the people in charge of the industry that I work in, but like nobody would help. So I took it upon myself to contact the people. Oh wow! Which are the people that 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 governs the um the license? Because it it happened when I went to school to be a mortician. You know, wow. like, yeah. I was my yeah. And so yeah, you actually had this. You actually had this problem yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's like I know the job, I know the business, but the book side of it I kind of struggle with, you know. Because it's it's like somebody telling you to um, you know, like not everybody is good test takers. Some people are better with hands-on stuff, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what motivates you after going through uh, you know, through these similar patterns of things you're going on? We're going to watch some of your short film right here. Uh, uh, so let's listen to the short film real quick. But I got some questions I want to return to you with real fast. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's up? Yeah, are we still going out today? Uh, you know what? Something came up. I can't take it today. No. Why not? I know, but it's, you know, things happen. I promise I'll do it next time. Okay, I guess. I'm just saying, like, I think she has feelings for you. I don't think where you got feelings for her though. I mean, yeah. I don't think where you got feelings for her. Fine, are you home? You know I'm on my boy ways, man. Damn, you ain't gotta get to uh, all the uh, I think he got your back, though. Every time I try to talk to you,
I think Wade is a good guy, so just, you know, just talk to him. Okay, okay. So now that's some clips from the short film. Could you please give us the title of the film and uh, where it's viewing it? I know it's on YouTube. So, so that film was titled "Love and Strikes." I I made that like what like two years ago. Uh, it was like I made that the first episode to my web series. I I like loosely based it off my life, basically. Man, that's, that's what's up, man. man. that is dope. I'm into movies. I, I've been doing the books. I'm writing books. I just looked up who wrote the most books from one author. It's 1,075. So I'm going to write 1,076 on his ass and shut it down. But uh, uh, I'm into movies. Matter of fact, looking at us right now, what you talking about, Mr. Well, we can do the new goddamn Jason Leary <laughs> goddamn part two. You know what I'm saying? You look like the, the, the you know what I'm saying, the young Jada Pinkett, you know what I'm saying, with the with the new with the short hair. Yeah, I'm not not the old Jada Pinkett, not not the Jada everybody see, but it's Jason Leary Jada Pinkett when she was still a firecracker, you know what I'm saying? When everybody used to love her. I'm talking about that one. That was the one I was in love with. She was a throwback right there. But Man, I am interested in movies. What you're doing is very dope. I'm looking at it, man, and it just makes me light up. Like I, like you inspired the crap out of me. You inspire me to want to do this. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm just my arms, my hands been sweating. I've been so ready to do and jump into film and production. And um, I know I got to learn how to edit and stuff. So, what made you and what inspired you to to want to get into film? Uh, so I, I've been filmmaking since I, since I was a little kid, to be honest with you. Already. Already. Mm -hmm. Was there anybody yeah. in your family prior to that um, that you know of in, in film? Anybody in your family? Anybody uh, around you? Well, it was uh, not not really, uh, but there was one guy from church, uh, Brother McElroy. He, he was a photographer, and he, uh, he used to like give me cameras and stuff. You know, so that that kind of like you know motivated me to you know get into taking pictures and film and stuff like that. But when I when I got into high school, I kind of fell out of it because I I start, started working in a funeral home. So Already. it kind of well, took a took a different path, yeah. But it seemed like you came on back to it and got right. To oh it, yeah, but, hey, absolutely. Man, you are super dope again, Ted. Make sure you let, let, got all this right information on here. Anybody out here viewing. Reach out to Wade Simmons. He's doing some great, amazing work, some activism work, and he's in the community, and he's touching a crowd of people that you might not be affected by these things, but there are others affected by these things, and they need our support also. Um, so, again, thank you so much, Wade, as we show some of the things you got right here, some of the visuals. You know, you got a, a few short films and not just one, right? So we want to support you. And being in Austin, this is the next Hollywood. So I expect for you to receive a lot of support. Actually, me and my production team, we are actually in that same field. Ted has a lot of good uh, uh, support and friends in that field. 
So don't be uh, 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 surprised when I reach out to you and we start talking about some projects and some upcoming projects that I would love to work with you on. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be good. I know that because I, I love to not just talk, but I love doers. I love people that do us, and I got two people on here that are doers, does a do it, done, then done it, done, done it alls. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. I love that. Uh, now, Miss Aware, I didn't get to ask you the questions that I want to ask you, so I'm gonna dive right back into them real quick. <laughs> Every second with Kareem Williams, that's how I do. I just boom, 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 like a ping pong. Now, what are some of the phrases or some of the uh, philosophies or the theology that you use? What do you tell yourself as a mother, a designer, somebody who's been through heartbreak, somebody that is an overachiever, overcomer, somebody that is special, but somebody that's living in a place where you get smothered, where you feel suppression, where you look at and you look down on or, or the things that you do could, could compromise what people view of you. What are you saying post-potum COVID postpartum slavery, uh, uh, all these things that are affecting the mental of every American. So this for every smart motherfucker who think y'all just not MHMR or you just so far from the trauma pole, I'm sorry, baby, you traumatized too. So what are you telling yourself? Is it something that granny left with you? What are you telling yourself to keep yourself at this high level being positive and strong every day? Um, I, a saying that I, me and I actually, like a friend of mine, we always tell each other because in the, in fashion, in any business where you are serving a person or a client or, you know, it, it you're kind of going with their emotions, how they feel about stuff or how their, their direction on things. You try to kind of steer it and kind of make sure you're maneuvering how you want to or whatever. But it, at the end of the day, if they don't like it, you know. Uh, so one thing I always really say is like when I'm like things are kind of like hitting the wall and things are like getting rough, I always say like it's going to be it's it's going to get better. It's going to be good. Like, you know, it'll be OK. It has no choice to like if I'm doing what I need to do, because um, I've been in predict like I've had to get out of dark, you know, really dark years and really bad and, and learn and grow and heal from trauma and going through things, you know, when I was younger and kind of realizing how that has made me who I am and how I react and how I do things. But I kept having to progress. I kept having to tell myself it's going to get better. It has no choice to. Like if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do on my end, if I'm still trying to keep my head up and, and keep trucking, it has no choice but to get better. And um, a lot of times we kind of when thing, bad things happen, we dwell in them. And what that does is that just creates more negativity. Negativity is is contagious. Um, so once you start thinking negative, just from from a, a negative thing happening, it's it keeps coming. It keeps happening, and you have this moment where you're like, "Why is this keep happening to me? Why is things like following me? Like, why do I feel like things are you know? It's always me, and it's because of the mindset we put ourselves in. And by telling myself, it has no choice but to be good. I have no choice. I will. I will get out of this. No matter what's happening right now, I'll, I'll keep going. And, and it has no choice but to be better than what it is right now. Okay. So to sum that up, this is what I got from what I just heard you. Down there. And it probably might be a couple of things. It wasn't just one. So one of them were um, uh, uh, things that get better. And so it took me back to when I was in church. And I, I will hear the song, trouble don't last always. 
So I, I, I can see that in you. I like that. That's what I got from that. And I'm on that same tip. I appreciate those words. I might take a little bit in you uh, from you to, to use for my closing also. So a uh, couple of more questions. Are you working with any nonprofits in the city right now? How does your uh, community presence look? Were you interested in it? If you do, give us a shout out, a couple of names of some people that you see doing some good work in your area. I will say at the moment, I'm not working with any nonprofits. I'm trying to get back into my old high school, which is, it's uh, John H. Reagan, which is now formerly known as John H. Reagan, now called mm -hmm. Northeast High uh, over mm -hmm. on Berkman. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, you know, every year, of course, they do the, the around prom season, they give around give out prom dresses. They do, you know, the, the usual yeah. can drives and things like that. So they're really into the community. Um, and yeah. just wanting to get back into that and just seeing my fellow alumni, you know, classmates and stuff, just going back to where we started. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just very it's enlightening that we're we're staying in our community. And well, you and know, I I'm a Jaguar. I'm a LBJ Jaguar. So you already know what that is. You already know what that means. But I will say, although, OK, because I. I was in the band. I was a dancer. So although I will say LBJ for the longest time has beat Reagan in sports. Man, I never. know. They have, had never, for a long time. they have never, ever, no. ever, ever. No, been not in football. Reagan, Reagan football always had the edge on us in, at LBJ. But LBJ basketball has always been top notch forever. Decades, decades, decades and decades. <laughs> But I will encourage you to go back to Reagan and do just that. I like yes. to, uh, if you need some help, some support, anything, do that. Um, I do a lot of uh, supporting for LBJ because uh, that was my school also. But at this point, with the schools and how things are coming with gentrification, yeah. Austin, yeah. I really don't give a damn what high school it is. They <laughs> need us there, especially the last black schools we got in the city. So it doesn't matter if you was Reagan, Lanier, McCallum, Austin High when you was in school. It's only one black school left here, and that's LBJ. So let's be clear with that. So if you want to do some support and walk up in there and show your face because those kids need it. And uh, Reagan does too. And they've done a magnificent uh, thing at Reagan by turning around. Um, I kept up with the story of the, uh, of the, the actual, the lady who actually did that and transferred that school who came from San Antonio, but that's a whole different story. Now we also buy back the block here on the show. We always support group economics. We always speak it and existing and manifest and say, y'all get the building. Well, get the building well, because I never had a problem with asking for no money or trying to get some money. Cause that shit is like right there at that time. Everybody has situations we need some money right there at that time, but well, Wealth building tools, I never got an opportunity to use. I was always in prison. I was always away. I never got to do the right things I want to do. And so wealth building tools are something that we all have to use. So we always give a shout out to UPC, one of our sponsors at buying the block back, getting into wealth building uh, things like uh, investing in the property, things like that. 
letting your money make you some money. Those are the things that we like to talk about and, and, and we want to uh, highlight. So please get around some people that's in real estate, getting around some people who are wise enough to put you in some well-building tools. Now, we got news right now coming right on in. We had Atlanta school shooting again today. Uh, um, also, you know, I don't even know how many school shootings that, that, that there have been this year. I haven't counted yet, but I, next time I come, I'll give you maybe a count of the school shootings just this year around the globe okay because it's it's been going on too much and too long uh 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 in america and it seems like we have this happening every day now i have a couple of uh uh clips that i'm going to play uh ted i'm gonna need you to play my clip from the latest dave Chappelle incident there's a video from tmz guys get up off the out the audience and he runs and he tackles dave Chappelle. Uh, uh, let's check this out. This just happened a few days ago. Behind me on the DJ table is one of the most prolific producers that hip hop has ever presented, the mighty man Lil. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip hop history. snap you see that dude just jump up run and fucking uh uh who was that dude that used to do the spear goddamn me what was his name uh uh he was a damn wrestler i am going to kill that <laughs> <laughs> wait i gotta see this <laughs> So the guy jumped up, he tried to tackle Dave Chappelle. Now, I don't know if the uh, transgender community sent them in there or not. We don't know if the guy was a transgender or what he was, because we know that the transgender community hate Dave Chappelle. So if y'all the ones that did it, you know you're in trouble, right? We're going to find out who sent them. Dave ain't, 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 ain't going to take no ass whooping or no slapping and all that like Chris, like Chris Rock supposedly had, because that ain't over neither. But y'all going to quit fucking with the real ones. Leave Dave Chappelle alone, because we all will jump on y'all ass for fucking with Dave Chappelle. Now, Austin Knights, I want y'all to know we got good news. 85 families will be given $1,000 extra per month in the city of Austin, Texas. Travis County! They went in and they voted today. And the city city council announced, uh, announced uh announces that they will be giving out $1,000 to 85 lucky families for the rest of the year to help try to build up this economy after the COVID. Now, Upwork 
dot uh, uh, org is what it's going to be called is what it's going to be on you're going to they're going to give out more information stay tuned look into your travis county resources again look into your travis county resources because 85 families will receive one thousand dollars per month this is going to be a 1.5 million dollar bailout they'll be able to do as they need to do with uplifting.org and austin texas so now uh we got the nba playoffs going on seals i'm going with phoenix suns all the way even though i'm a texas boy i like the suns man i don't know what it is they just my caliber guys they up 2-0 right now on the mavs and i'm riding with miami too we got more games going on in the nba we got these two games going on tomorrow at us uh, it's starting out about 6 30 7 30 ct time mother day is on the way so for all lucky women out there who have children don't be like the bitter baby mamas calling their baby daddies telling them i wish i never had a baby by you truth be told lady if you didn't have that baby you wouldn't have a life see i don't know a lot of women and i'm pretty sure that women can vouch for me on this if if if, if you were a woman and you had a child but never had to have responsibility of the child what kind of woman would you be you would be basically you would you would feel less than a woman so i don't think there's a mother on this planet who really want don't want their child i don't it, it, and it's a lot of them i take that back there is women who don't want their child but what i mean to say it's not a good woman it's not any good women with any good sense that doesn't want their child and so it's hard but guess what mothers share your baby share your baby share the baby share the baby it has become a form of neglect and child abuse for you not to make sure that if you have a willing co-parent, a willing co-parent to please allow that man to be in that child's life. That's what I want you to know. I got a music video I want y'all to play before we get ready to get off on here. Ted, play my music video. Because this movie, this is so funny. It's by Future. It's called Worst Day. I just want you to play the first beginning, Ted. Because the first beginning is for all y'all young generation. This is what y'all do all the time. So in a few seconds, Ted, So Future, I want to commend you on your bravery. I mean... Admitting you have an addiction is never easy, especially when you do it publicly. So Chanel, Birkin, Dior, APs, five-star hotels, vacations. Now last year, how much did you say you spent on women? Probably like, uh, let's see, around two, three. Two, three thousand? It's not so bad. No, uh, three million. Million? Yeah, like every time I see a beautiful woman, I have to splurge, I have to spoil them. I'm realizing that I have this problem right now. I need help. When was the last time you went on one of these sprees? Um, let me think. Man, hold up. Okay, that's it. That's all you see right there. This new generation, man, is full of tricks. <laughs> I love y'all, though, man. The man ain't afraid to say, hey, I'm a trick and I'm a dope fiend and I want to change my life. How many of y'all tired of being a trick and a dope fiend? Oh, so 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 y'all just the dope dealer. So y'all got us believing that everybody is bosses, everybody is drug lords, everybody rich. Well, where the mother, how y'all get there? You can't have a kingpin of dope without a dope fiend. 
You can't have a bank without money. You can't have peanut without butter. You can't have jelly without peanut butter and jelly. What is you talking about? You can't have ham with no burger. So how y'all get there? Oh, oh, you want to keep on lying? Well, before I get ready to go, I'm going to tell you.